load. Wasn't actually going to record anything again. Um, just had a spin down to the coffee shop. Sat by the river for a bit. And then I've just walked down. Walked down to like the the edge of town. There is a there's a place I normally go to. They've got like apple orchids and stuff. Is that what it's called? An apple orchid? They grow apples. And I think they've got pigs and stuff, but it's like a closed off area. But you can get a quite quite a good view around around town which is quite high up and it's quite flat so you get a good uh, perspective now as I was looking there's something something that you really couldn't miss going across the middle of the sky this big line of white white puffiness obviously I know it's not a cloud it's not a cloud in the sense that it's not natural it's not a natural cloud Um, because everyone knows what a natural cloud looks like right fluffy but doesn't really have any any real form or it's not a straight line it'd be more more circular or something like that but anyway I'm still looking I'm kind of following this line down the road now and uh I can still see the plane that's creating the trail, creating the cloud. It's just done like a 45 degree turn. That's something that you, something that I, I know is quite a lot. Because I'm out, I come out every day. I tend to pay attention to what's happening in the sky and particularly when it's when it's normally quite clear you can spot weird things like that because they look so out of place so anyway so people have got theories about what these things are what these what these unnatural clouds are. And there's no, there has, I've not heard at least any explanation why it's only certain planes that do it, that lay these, these clouds or these trails or create them. The only explanation I've heard is that when they're at certain altitudes 
but I know that's not right because it looks different because when there's when there's a plane flying at a very high altitude you can see it's very high and the the trail it tends to make tends to dissipate very quick so it's almost as quick as the plane is moving the trail is dissipating it doesn't leave a big trail across the sky that is uh, lingering and these trails all have the same these, uh, these lingering trails all have the same characteristics they all kind of spread outwards either side so it's nothing to do with altitude because you can see planes I saw a plane earlier at high altitude leaving the trail and it was disappearing and this was at the same time seeing this uh, this trail appear in the middle of the sky all the way across for mar hundreds of miles it must be and uh, now it's just disappeared the direction in which the plane was flying is no longer leaving the trail it's just whatever was uh, whatever was there but it's at a lower altitude than the uh, than the other plane I saw that was leaving the trail that was dissipating very quick so it makes no sense that altitude is a factor because the characteristics of the trail are different when you observe it when I've observed it and uh, you'll see or I've seen cases were where you have a plane flying it'll be leaving the trail and it's almost like a switch a switch is pressed and the trail stops which indicates that it was something it's a controlled exhaustive uh, gases or liquids or something but why would they do that? why would they be purposely dumping gases or liquids? some people think it's to I guess pollute pollute people to drop metals and all sorts so that you breathe it in so it goes into the soil but that should that should be something that can be measured right if that's happening every day you should be able to see a high concentration of that in your soil even our quality meters should be able to pick up something like that And that's not something I've looked into, but um, yeah, 
it's possible that you could get some equipment like that to check it out. But if you think this kind of technology, what they're doing, if they're dropping gases or chemicals or just any, any kind of combination of liquids into the some part of the atmosphere they typically used to do this to create rain but I think it used to be ground based that they would make up these concoctions that would then be evaporated and would create rain rain clouds so it was to kind of control rainfall whether that I've never observed anything like that though so I can't can't say for definite that that is true um And if that is, so if that is the case, if it's to somehow modify weather patterns, why is the weather pattern not changed? Like you see these things every day in the sky, right? But the weather can be the same for days or weeks, blue skies and sunny. So what would be the point? is not having any not having any effect on the pattern maybe it's something that takes maybe it's something that has to be uh, done over a duration Maybe it's not like uh, you do it one day and then the next day it rains, kind of thing. Maybe something that has to be continuous. You have to do it for so many days, so many weeks. But then it should be... What would... I don't know, what would be the point? Because if you think that if it's going to be like, it's going to be very hot in some place, it's going to be very cool or wet in another place. If it's hot and dry in one place, it's going to be cooler and wetter somewhere else. It's like uh, that's how the that's how it would balance out, right? It can't be hot everywhere at the same time. It can't be hot and dry everywhere at the same time. Because that's some balance. That's some balance system. Let's say that the... The hotter and drier it is somewhere, the cooler and wetter it's going to be somewhere else. Or... The... Uh, 
field of influence of that is going to increase. Because if it is hot and dry somewhere, there's got to be moisture. There's got to be something being evaporated. And where is all that, where's all that water going? It's got to go somewhere, right? It's not dropping in your hot and dry place because it's all, it's all being evaporated though. So it's got to drop somewhere else. So it doesn't really, if you're trying to, you're trying to do something in the local area, if you're trying to manipulate a weather pattern in the local area, how do you control the field of influence? How do you say that it's only the local area that's been affected? think it is maybe not as it doesn't fit in a balanced system perhaps you could create a situation where you've got a sudden extreme sudden extreme heat maybe but then that's going to cause sudden extreme downpours by virtue of you causing more evaporate. So it all kind of balances itself out anyway. You can't do one thing without influencing another thing. It's just... It's just the way things are. It's just the way things unfold but people people are led to believe these ideas not through experience or observation but just because it, it kind of makes sense it's kind of like a surface level Kind of, it kind of fits, but there's nothing to. You can't observe the outcome. If they want, if somebody wanted to contaminate you with metals or whatever, they would just give you the old one. which contains aluminum and which most people probably use daily so what they make money and they contaminate your body with metals so why would they go to the expense of hiring planes to do all that doesn't make sense Most people probably won't give it a second thought, the things that they buy and use every day, that it might have an effect on them. We should try 
check your check the stuff that you use and then stop using it for a few weeks see if you feel any different I guarantee that you probably probably will see a difference I guess it's easier to believe something that is quite sensational in terms of it's got more don't ask it's got a bit more More sensational than just saying uh, your deodorant's poison than you. Because <laughs> that's easy, you just go and pour your, you just go and chuck your deodorant away. But how do you fight the people that are spraying the stuff in the sky? That's that's more like a bigger, a bigger calling, isn't it? It's a bigger cause. But I think you need to look at the uh, look at the effect. What is it that what is it they say you do? What is it that you say they are doing? And what is the potential effect of that? And then go and look for it. Go and look for it in the soil. Go and look for it in the air. Uh, Go and look for it in your body after you've stopped using deodorant. I think... I think what it is... I think they are trying to... control the balance. They're trying to tip the tip the scales by dumping more of certain gases in certain places to try and uh, affect things in other places because you can measure that right it's very hot in the UK, but it's been very cold and wet. Australia's had a lot of flooding. Over in California, haven't they had a lot of floods as well? But yeah, it's been dry and hot in the UK. So you could surmise that well, every day I go out and look and I can see all these big puffy trails and they're not clouds because the way they form are not how clouds form naturally. And I can see the, uh, the measured weather 
and experience it in the UK and I can see what it's like in California by the measurements and there is a stark contrast right it's a lot wetter over there at the moment than it is here but maybe maybe there's another element to maybe maybe what they're doing is just doing it for fun doing it to uh, create a little bit of fear maybe it was initially a science experiment but they realise that they can't they have no no real control they can't play God so to speak Or maybe it's something completely different. If they're telling you the main consensus is oh it's to do with weather, maybe it's not about that at all. Maybe it's about something completely different. But then you would need to need to know more about what it actually is, what what's the composition of what you're looking at. Now the thing I notice with it is you always see you tend to see a shadow which indicates that there's something in it that is absorbing light making it appear solid. Now I've never, never observed that with a typical rain cloud. Just because I guess the conditions are, are different. Typically, when there's rain clouds, it's uh, the sun's already kind of moving away behind the clouds. So there is some kind of, there is something physically in it that's casting the cast in the shadow I guess it depends where where the sun's placed as well if you can see that but I've seen it almost every time so it's got some physical properties but it's suspended obviously at altitude so then what happens to it? is it to influence the sunlight? influence the energy from the sun? perhaps early in the morning um, I've noticed it tends to be a lot cooler even though the sun's been up for like three hours it tends to be much cooler and summers were never like that before 
whenever the sun was out, it was always hot. No matter what, you could always feel the heat. In the morning times, you always feel it's definitely much cooler. It's more like spring. Like the sun is uh, not as close or something. So yeah, maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe it's something completely different. You can only really speculate, I guess. You can't. Can't really be definitive unless you can. Unless you can observe it or experience it. Which means you either find out what it is, what's in it as it's or before it goes up there or as it's up there or the effects of it but then you need a link to tie the effect to to it actually being that which ain't so easy yeah it could just be Could be nothing. Could just be an explanation for for other things that you see. Like those very thin, wispy type clouds that are not natural, that aren't from the back of a plane. just uh, kind of appear from nowhere yeah so I think that's it